This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. of your thoughts, gentlemen, when you say you move your lips in a particular way. Do you not see how haphazard this audit is? The devil is in the detail. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a cover-up. There will be plenty of time for questions. Oh, and I will get the answers, and I'm going to find them from a Tom Korski, managing editor of Black Locks Reporter. I got a doozy for you today, Tom. What is? I can't wait. Oh, I got a doozy. I sent it to Holly, uh, your better half. Um, so this is a story that you guys uh, broke, but it's all about the CRA and the CRA not clawing back uh, billions in dollars. And then, of course, it has to do with the 49 federal employees not fired. And put it out to the callers, you know, should these people not just be fired but maybe charged? I got an interesting call from a guy named Jonathan who works for the CRA, not his real name. And apparently... Thousands and thousands of dollars was taken by um, CRA or federal employees who uh, didn't agree with the vaccine mandates. And so they set up a system and a Facebook group. And apparently they had a whole system of getting served payments that they didn't qualify for. And they feel perfectly justified. Isn't that interesting? When Bob Hamilton, Commissioner of Revenue, was testifying in committee, he said, well, there was a small number of employees we know about who were served cheats. And uh, the chair of the Public Accounts Committee, John Williamson, conservative New Brunswick Southwest, said, uh, yeah, you know, small number doesn't cut it. We would like, how about a real number? Oh, 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 we'll have to get back to you. There has not even been an attempt to calculate how many of uh, approximately quarter million federal employees applied for these $2,000 monthly pandemic relief checks, recall, Parliament passed that bill in a hurry. It was supposed to avert eviction or foreclosure for jobless taxpayers who were right up against it. And instead, it became the biggest boondoggle in Canadian history, billions and billions. Yeah, because I think it's important to point out that that started at $24 billion, that particular program, and then it ballooned to way over $90 billion, And now we know why. It's because everyone and their mother and their dog and their dead uncle got a, a check. Uh, Because they could. But, um, you know, it's a problem because the other part of the story that you guys break is that uh, the employment minister, Carla Qualtro, uh, had no idea. Of course, she had no idea that all these employees, the 49 federal employees, uh, you know, were fired for cheating. Because is it willful denial? Like, what is it that she just didn't want to know? Because they were in her department. It was actually interesting insight, I thought, into how this place works. You'd say, you know, you get a cabinet minister, you get a car and a chauffeur. You get pretty good salary and expenses. How, what do you see your job as? And enlisting the Minister Qualtro, you're left with the impression that she sees her job as sort of a kind of a, a figurehead, but with less ability than the British royal family, and a <laughs> sort of a, a, a ideal in concepts, or as she put it, process. If you're not going to get jacked up when you have a fraud ring running in your department, just what, at what point was it you were thinking of picking up the phone? And that is a rhetorical question. Couldn't get a straight answer from Qualtro. And I have to tell you, she's one of the more diligent ministers. 
she's not the worst of the worst. No, I know, which kind of surprised me. But nonetheless, I tweeted out uh, the call and put her name on it, so maybe she can look. Maybe she'll know now. Maybe she'll yeah, know. Don't, no, don't, 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 don't get your hopes up. She said she testified. She was asked a question by uh, MP Tracy Gray from Kelowna Lake Country. When did you find out 49 people were fired? By the way, that's huge. You tell anyone that that, because no one in Ottawa gets fired. 49 people fired in one department as CERB sheets. When did you find out? She said, yeah, they told me the day it broke at Public Accounts Committee. In other words, she found out the same time as the rest of the country, anyone who happened to be following the Public Accounts Committee. It's unbelievable. Yeah, well, I wish it were, but nonetheless... Stay tuned on that. Uh, and I'll, and I'll, I know you got a doozy, but I want this one ties in because um, Yves Giroux, who is the financial uh, watchdog, the parliamentary budget officer, he talked about, you know, he had testified in a Senate committee about how broken and bungled basic tasks are um, with the federal government because there's no scrutiny. And he basically said there's got to be a crack of the whip on these guys. They've got to do their job like the, the Karina Gould, like you're the minister of passports and EI payments. Maybe get them out, but they're not doing their job. Absolute uh, flamethrower speech. 17 years I've been listening to speeches from budget officers. I've never heard one like this. And that's a man who speaks that way when he is fed up. What did Giroux say? Exactly what you said. That is a, a, a verbatim quote. Time to crack the whip big time, he said. One senator, Rosa Galvez from Quebec, says, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's pretty harsh language. Giroux replies, yeah, but I didn't swear, so I rated a big test. <laughs> he was outraged. Little jets of steam were coming out of his ears. He said, look, it, you guys talk about investments. No one cares. People want results. It, that You can't. You have to stop the sloganeering. If I can't get a passport, I don't care about how much you are, air quotes, investing. And, and, and this is where, this is the fatal flaw, Alex. Administration, I under, I get it. It's boring. It's tedious. Ask anyone who runs a small business or a minor hockey league tournament. It's just a bunch of work. But remember, Carla, that's why you get the car and the chauffeur. It's not just to pose and draw a salary. Absolutely devastating testimony. Yeah, I mean, if you can piss off a guy like Yves Giroux, because he's a pretty nice guy, um, then you know you're doing something wrong. But I think um, this next one, I, if you have a problem with vaccine mandates or arrive can, your head will explode on this one. Uh, you guys picked up that uh, the Privy Council. So this is the in-house um, staff that uh, is around the prime minister, the behind the scenes. But uh, apparently they are now looking in or tr they were looking into and doing research on tra tracking devices to put them on, I guess, people. What, what is the research telling them? Because no reason was given why they looked into this, but they want mandatory identification programs? Because Digital, a uh, national sure. digital, absolutely, national digital ID scheme. You know, this has been around for, uh, among some of my associates and friends who are more conspiracy-minded, they said, you got to watch this digital ID thing, this national ID. So I said, forget it. I said, don't be goofy. Right, that's World Economic Forum goofy stuff. There's no way because Parliament has kicked that down years ago. Well, guess what? They were right. I was wrong. Privy Council Office commissioning confidential research on launching a national identification program. MPs did kill this after 9/11 when the last time a Liberal cabinet proposed this, and the reasons are obvious. Privacy's out the window. We don't live in East Germany, and there will be authorities. Police on uh, Constable Bob on the sidewalk is going to start asking people for their national ID card. The hell with that. 
Sure enough, they polled it, and they found out in their focus group research, Canadians and their confidential studies say, no way, forget it. So that's the only reason we don't have a national ID program, because there's just enough Canadians who feel just strongly enough about privacy and their relationship to their government and a lack of trust that they're not going to put up with it. Would it be like a microchip? Presumably off your smartphone. Like in the neck? Oh, I well, thought maybe they'd you know what, Joe? Wild. Why are you even asking this question, right? How <laughs> yeah. about a question on lowering the price of spaghetti? Never mind the pie in the sky electronic surveillance programs that just get everyone upset because you can't even run the airport security scanner. You know, it's, it's, it, there's just disassociation. This is not a, a great era for magnificent government, Alex. I know this is a shock. Yeah, no, the bar is pretty low right now in this country, but I, I, I've almost not lost hope that it will change. Um, I have so many I could go through with you. I do want to get this one on the radar because I'm going to be talking with uh, Sam Cooper in the 11 o'clock hour, and this has to do with uh, China and their interference in this country and all things about this. And uh, many are saying that the Communist Party agents cost Conservative MP Kenny Chu his seat in Parliament. This came out of a House Affairs Committee, um, and, and that... On the same day that a poll came out that showed that Stephen Harper's conservatives might get a minority government, there was this massive campaign of disinformation on multiple Chinese language websites directed at Chinese communities. And so Trudeau has downplayed interference um, on this, but uh, there are a lot of people who think this man lost his seat because of the interference. And the committee was told that. I can't wait to hear your conversation with Sam. I'll tell you what. There has never been, and MPs can say this with, uh, on the level, there's never been any evidence of this problem. Anyone who's tried to look for evidence in real time obviously finds it very difficult. And the, you're left with the impression that in the words of the chief electoral officer, uh, Perot, he didn't see any evidence but didn't really look too hard for any. What am I saying? The people who are supposed to police fair elections aren't really interested in pursuing these allegations. That's why the allegations keep coming up again and again. Why wouldn't you want to get to the bottom of it if a Liberal MP in Stevenson, Richmond, B.C. lost his seat because of an orchestrated campaign in Chinese-language chat rooms? Why wouldn't you want to find out? And i got to tell you, the feds just aren't interested. I wonder why. But I wonder why. Let's pretend, in fairness, Alex, exactly. Let's pretend it was a New Democrat MP in Hamilton or a Liberal MP in Montreal. Would their reaction be the same? Or is everything partisan now? The allegation, is, it's, it's heart-stopping. You can't have yeah. that. So get to the bottom of it. Yeah, well, stay tuned. Like I said, if uh, no one's asking in Ottawa, I know others will be, and one of those is Sam Cooper, and he's in the next hour. Thanks, Tom. Thank you, Alex. That is Tom Korski from Blacklock's Reporter. They got a lot. I, half the stuff I couldn't even get to today, they had so much.